This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is FitSmart, episode number 46, recorded February 17th, 2013. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, welcome back. Happy mid-February to everyone. Indeed, yeah, another 68-degree... Yeah, we had, to, we had to suffer today because uh, <laughs> we actually had headwind Sorry. today. Darn. Well, not, not warm weather and no headwind. We actually had a pretty decent headwind. Yeah, I rode in 34 degrees yesterday morning. That's true. I, I waited till, uh, <laughs> till noon and rode in the, the 48 degree weather. I got to so. tell you, I love morning workouts. They are nice. Yes. It's just awesome. Wake you, you right up, get the metabolism going. Feel just, all fresh. Plus, it kind of is over by the time you know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. By the time you wake up, you're like, oh, wait, I'm done. I'm done. This, this is, is nice. Exactly. Let's get on with the laying around. Yep. So this week, we wanted to talk a bit about food logging because, right. you know, I, I hear a lot of people uh, talking about how difficult it is to log. Right. And I'm kind of surprised in a way because I, I've been logging for a couple of years now and it's it's really easy for me. Right. In but fact, it, it makes yeah. things easier. And, and again, a lot of that is going to be the approach you take to logging yeah. and also the reason behind it. And we're going to kind of touch on all of that today as yeah. well. Yeah. Let's start with that first, that reason. I like yes. that. Let's go with the reason first. Because, you know, I think it's, it's kind of, and it's probably because one of the common introductions to logging is to say, hey, just log what you eat. Don't even worry about it. Just log it for a week and so on. And, and that's not bad. Right. But... A lot of times, first of all, it scares the holy crap out of you because oh, sure. if, if you know if you gain some weight or something, uh, or, or you got in a position you didn't want to be in, you got there by doing some things that aren't right, aren't right for what you want, and uh, and logging will expose that and Correct. it'll stick it right in your face and make it not yeah. much fun. You this know? is bright flashing neon billboard going. You screwed up. Red velvet cupcake. Red velvet cupcake. You're like, all right, well, damn it. Okay, how many calories really was that? What's in that? Yeah, you're like. Okay, now I know. Well, show me a recipe. I got. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I think, despite the fact that that is kind of valuable to see that, right? I think that that makes it seem like the purpose behind logging is to somehow you know track all of the things you did so that you can see how bad you are right to kind of just, yeah not, it's not it's a, not it's, the purpose yeah, it's know? not supposed to be a slap across the face no. and say oh you were bad or you know the well, ruler on the wrist. At the beginning <laughs> but it does it does have that effect but again that's not necessarily that's not really the whole reason behind it if you're feeling like okay i have to log my food so that i can see what i what i ate so that i feel guilty about it and i won't do that and i won't eat that again you're probably not going to be motivated to log your food because it's a negative. Yeah, I mean, who wants to be punished? Yeah, every time you do something to their food. I mean, for me, I I think logging is about a couple of things. For me, logging is number one. I mean, you do have to control it. If you, it's it's like it's like turbo boost for results, right? You know, if Definitely. you if you control the more you can control that, the more it's like a multiplier. For you sure, know, you can kind of. Maybe, I guess the bottom line is if you want to see body changes, you can do a whole hell of a lot of exercising and not see them. Correct. Without, especially if you're not somehow tracking your intake because right. you, you only really have one part of the equation. 
You know, it's like for those of you that, you know, hated algebra, but, you know, to find to, you know, you, to find C, you need, you know, if you have three, three variables and you know two of them, you can find the third. You have three variables and you know one, it's kind of hard to find. You're kind of screwed. You're basically going, I and can guess yeah. and I might be right, but that's not the point. You know what you weigh or something. Right. And that's it. It's like, well, crap, you know, how are you going to do that? And, you know, and how are you going to use that is the big thing Yeah, to get to where you want to go. And you can guess, you know, you can play games with adjusting the diet and see what happens. Right. You don't adjust some more and see what happens. But I mean, if you're if you're an impatient bastard like me, (laughs) as long as I have it tomorrow, I'm good. Yeah. As long as I had it yesterday. Maybe maybe an hour from now I could wait. Right. Right. (laughs) No, I mean, I just for me, I want to know that the investment that I'm making is going to pay off. Right. And this is a way of assuring it is is knowing that I, I've got control of that. And and with that in mind, you know, if you have something that even if you just control that, you can adjust and dial it in faster than if you just are, are winging it. Correct. And and then, of course, if you can take charge of some of the other one with something like the body bug or the body media, um, man, you can dial it in super fast. Right. And and these are just again these are just tools that allow you to dial it in faster. But I I think that control is really what it's about, and simplifying that control, and eventually helping you to make the decisions that are best for you to get the most of what you want out of this equation. Correct. You want a certain body style, right? You want a certain capability. You want to eat certain foods, right? There's definitely in volumes of them. Certain, you know, and for me. The volume is a big portion. It is. I like too. to eat a lot. Me I like too. to feel full. Um, I'm, Damn straight. I'm not a fan of getting the calories in and being hungry. Um, so I, you know, if I'm, you know, on a doing a build phase and I'm eating a lot, if I go really, you know, a lot higher protein, I'm not full. Yeah. You know, I just don't have that satiation, and I'm just like, give me more, give me more, and I know I've eaten enough. So I then. For me, the logging helps to look and go, okay, what did I do that day where I was so hungry? And it's not to say, oh, you screwed up because you ate more of, you know, too much, you know, this protein. It's more of a, well, if I do that, I'm going to be hungry. But if I tweak it and throw in, you know, some more vegetables, pull this out, now I'm full. And it's, it's, so it's not a, again, it's not a negative for me. It's a positive. It's like, okay, this is the result. This is how I felt eating a certain way. I can move that around and now I can feel how I want to feel have the energy I want to have and get out of it the results that I'm looking for. What we talked about a couple of podcasts ago is what results do you want? How do you want that to you know, come about? I want those specific results. So, and I want to feel good getting them. I don't want to, you know, suffer and be hungry all the time just because, you know, to get the results. Yeah. And it's a data point and, and that data point is very, very useful. Right. Like I, the other thing is too, I mean, think of it a little bit, like your your calendar you know sure you don't make a calendar and keep things because solely because you're afraid that uh that someone will punish you if you don't you know you do it because it's your time right and you want to get the maximum that you want out of that time exactly uh, whether that be to do extra work or to screw off more. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, you maximize your screw off time by organizing. Right. You know? <laughs> because then you can be much more efficient at the stuff you have to do, the yeah. work, so that when it's time to goof off, you're like, you look. You can be inefficient. And yeah. I have around. found more time to goof off and sit right. around on the couch and watch movies or do whatever it is that you enjoy. And it's really the same idea with the food. And as long as you're looking at it as a way to maximize getting what you want 
eating yeah. the food you want, finding out how they are going to fit into whatever you know results you're looking to gain. That's what's going to help you to do more with the with the food logging and actually enjoy it more. Not like I say, it's not a punishment. It's not a oh you were bad you ate the red velvet cake. It's like well I had the red velvet cake, which means I just pull this last little bit out for dessert and I'm good for the day. You know I'm not going to do it every day, but hey, it was it was there. I wanted it, so I made it work. Yeah, you know I I think you that that is it. That's another of the big misconceptions. You know, number one being that it's it's to punish yourself, which is not for of, sure, right? or to convince yourself. And and number two, I think, would be that uh, it's in order to eat healthy, I'm making finger quotes here, healthy, yep. that you have to either ignore it and just eat whatever you want, or you have to eat all things you don't want, you don't want in order to be healthy. Right. The now, whole all or nothing. Yeah. Now, admittedly, you probably are going to have to make changes if you're right. not in a place that you want to be. Sure. On the other hand, though, I, I think... That all or nothing tends to push us into a place where we're not sustainable. Either nothing, which doesn't get us what we want, and, right. and screws up our our you know effort being spent on Correct. activity and other things, or eating this horrible diet that is not fun, right, at all, and taking all the enjoyment out of food, and and that's not sustainable either. That, that's you not, can't, yeah, you can't exactly. Do that. I mean, I especially as someone that enjoys food, yeah. I, I and I think more, most people do. Which is why so much, you know, revolves around food for a lot of people. Yeah, if you're if you're happy with the matrix, you know, eat the eat the white goo. Right. You know, good for you. But, but I'm, I'm not. not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can say it's that not in, work yeah, for me. Say that in unison. We're yeah. not. But um and again the the big thing is is you know, and just you know, use myself as an example. I you know, Saturdays are typically the day my wife and I like to do, you know, have a, what we call our cheat meal. It's not really that bad, but you know, I, you know, she was been working really hard. And so to, to kind of spoil her a little bit, we did the little three and a half ounce, you know, Ben and Jerry things. Nice. They're 250 calories for three and a half ounces. I mean, it's just pure, you know, fat and sugar, but you know what? I don't feel guilty about it. I enjoyed it. I knew I was going to have it. And it didn't really throw my day off that much because I knew we were going to have it that evening. I'd kind of planned for it, looked at it, and yeah, it was a little bit higher fat and a little bit higher sugar than what I would normally do. A bit. But it's not really that much. Now, I wouldn't do that every day. For one, I'd be sick of it, and I just can't do that much sugar. Um, some people might be able to. I personally cannot. But again, it's not an all or nothing. It's not, I'm not going to have a cheat day. I'm not going to do this just big old blowout. But you know what? We're going to sit down. We're going to enjoy. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to have a meal. We're going to have the dessert. It's kind of a, a little thing that, you know, helps keep her sane and uh, with, you know, as, as strict as she goes throughout the rest of the week. And it's fine. But again, the whole concept of, oh, I had Ben and Jerry's yesterday, so that means I'm just going to go, you know, eat, eat fries and I'm going to go eat this 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 burger and then I'm going to well, go just it. do nothing and I'm not going to exercise and I'm not just screw it. The day's lost. It's It's not. It's also really hard to make decisions if you don't know what impact that's actually going to have. Exactly. And there are two sides to that impact. One is knowing how the numbers are going to change. Right. You know, what will happen if I uh, if I have that that you know that that four ounces of Ben and Jerry's on right. top of what I normally ate. I know I'm going to go over, but how much and in what way? Exactly. And then the second thing is knowing how messed up numbers will actually affect you. 
Correct. You know, because if you see them like that and you see the results and feel the results, right. you can catch and know that, okay, well, if I if I run my fat up to 45%, <laughs> right. I feel sick and I don't go oh, yeah. to the bathroom right. Oh, you know? yeah, exactly. If yeah. you, like, whatever, you know, whatever it does to you, I feel crappy, you know, or I gain weight or whatever. Right. You see those results and you see the cause of them. Right. And you connect them. And eventually, instead of it being like, well, I shouldn't eat that that Ben and Jerry's because it's bad for me, whatever the hell that whatever means. Whatever bad means. Yeah, come yeah. on. What does that mean? Right? Yeah, 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 bad. It's like those programs that have a single number assigned to food. It's like, really? How do you know? <laughs> yeah. It depends on what I ate it with, you know? Precisely. And when and how and, and, and yeah. yeah. So instead, you find yourself thinking... Well, if I do that, Ben and Jerry's, what's it going to change? And you, you know, you put it in and you're like, oh, well, okay, I'm going to be over calories a bit. Well, I know that if I'm over that much, it's going to affect my weight like this. All right. I'm okay with that for now. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I see that my fat is going to go way high. Oh, hey, maybe it's high enough that uh, that's going to mess with me. I know that right, that's right. not good. So I, I don't want to do that. Or, or maybe you're like, you know, it's not going to hurt me today. I've done that before. It's, it's, uh, it's not right for me, but uh, it's not going to mess with me. It's not that bad. All right, you know. And that's the point: is that instead of instead of just doing things randomly, you're making decisions, informed decisions, that, right. to maximize what you want. You may do something that is not the perfect health thing for you, but it does make you mentally healthy because you're happy and you want to do it. Exactly. And you moder- you do it in moderation, and and I, I think that's what it's all about. It is, and and to the point where you're saying, you know, you figure out what the how the food works for you and how it how it reacts to your body. Typically. For myself, I know that if it's going to be higher sugar or higher sodium, I need to do it earlier in the day. Right. If I eat it by five, six o'clock, I'm fine. If I eat it eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, it I'm not going to sleep well for one because it's going to be heavy in my stomach, and I'm going to wake up basically feeling like I've got a hangover because I'm right. going to be dehydrated. I'm not going to have slept well. It's just going to be like ugh. So I know if I'm going to do that. If I'm going to choose to do that, I will choose to do it earlier in the day because I still have time to be active. I still have time to get hydrated. But again, that comes from tracking Experience, the food yeah. and I know what how it's reacting and how it's done. And, you know, I know you're really good about putting in the, the time that you eat everything as well. I try to. Yeah, I, it's the first thing to go. Right. Uh, because let's face it, sometimes you run out of time or exactly. resources. And, and if I do, that is the absolute first thing to go. Right. Like if I if I don't have time to the, generally the way I do it is uh, first of all, I, I log ahead of time. Right. That sounds funny. You're like, really? How do you do that? Well, what you do is you make a plan. Correct. And and this is one, of, it turns out, it's funny, I started doing this because it made logging easier. Right. I, it didn't even occur <laughs> to me back then that that is the correct way to address diet. And definitely would recommend that yeah. for anyone to try it. It's one of the best ideas is plan ahead. Yeah. Ooh. Have a plan. Imagine, okay, here's a funny way of thinking about this. This cracks me up. Like, a lot of people see logging as like kind of back crap crazy. Like, right, oh, right. you're 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 a nut because you log, right? Yep. Think about this. Think of it like money. Imagine what you would think of a person who say had no idea what they made, right, and no idea what they spent. Sure. You know, none. Just didn't even care. Didn't even look I, at it. I like the money. The money test. I, I use this in my mind a lot when I hear somebody say something about food. I, right. I like change it for money, and if it makes sense to me, I'm like, hmm. If it doesn't make sense to me, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah no, no, that's BS. Right. And and 
I have an example of that. For example, sorry to sidetrack. No, no, sidetrack away. Great example of this. Uh, I heard somebody say the other day, well, you know, uh, it was it was actually a nutritionist that I, I was doing this little seminar that I was watching. And one of the things on there was like a cheeseburger or something. Right. And I'm like, I had a kind of a funny look. And it's like, oh, no, I put that on there. Because, you know, there are just times when you're you're just out with people or you got, you're doing something and you just don't have any other choice. And I thought... Uh, I, that's probably smart. I, I get right. where she's coming from, putting it on the menu. But I thought I did the money test. I was like, sure. what would you or anyone else think if I said, man, you know, I know I didn't really have the money to buy that stuff. Right. But I bought it because, you know, I was out and my friends were buying it and I was with them and I just, I had to buy it too, you know, or they wouldn't think right of me. Right. And I'm like, if you said that to any person in your life, they would look at you and say, A, they're not your friends. Right. B, that's BS. You make a decision. If you don't have money, don't spend don't it. Don't spend it. Right. You know, <laughs> and, you know and, and, and no friend will, will you know, require you to buy things right. in order to be their friend. If they do, like they said, they're not your if friends. They, it flunks the money test. It does. Like if your friends require you to eat certain things in order to be their friend, they're not your friends, you know? Exactly. And, <laughs> You know, and and if you feel like you must eat what everybody else is eating in order to be around, that's not right. Right. And it, and it and it shouldn't feel that way. And, you know, the 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 idea that, oh, you have no other choice. There, I hate is, that that, there are choices. It's almost always there's, choice. There's the choice. I mean, the one other choice that you always have is just not eat. Yeah. I mean, you have that choice if you're hungry and you need to, you know, you really feel you need that even you know, not that McDonald's really has anything that I would eat. There are still some mm-hmm. better choices than a cheeseburger. It's t- oh yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, and you know, so there's there's other options. At yeah, that point. and I mean, again, as we've said in the past, if that cheeseburger is really your thing, you know, work it in every now and then. But yeah, find a way. But again, that goes back to the pre-logging yeah, like, that you're talking exactly. about too. Exactly. So I I log ahead of time. I make a plan. I'm going to eat this at this time, and I put it all in, and it's really handy. Uh, again, I use my net diary. I, I, you're certainly free to use there. There are a lot of good apps now. Right. Uh, but I, I use my net diary because it's easy and it's available on all the platforms and blah, blah, blah. But I, I put everything in and it's kind enough to show me the size of all my meals, which sure. is handy. Uh, I wish it would show the breakdown of every meal, which it doesn't. But, uh, other than that, I have a quick look. I can see how much I've got for the day. I can right. see the overall balance for the day. Yep. I can see, uh, the size of each individual meal. And then what I do is I, first of all, during the day, as I deviate from it, which happens. And it will happen, uh, exactly. I I just change my log a little bit. So at the end of the day, my plan, the same stuff that is my plan, has become my accurate log for the day. Right. So it's very little effort, actually. Which is you know probably the biggest um, excuse, and I'll say excuse, because that I hear- It takes uh, too much time. It takes too much time. I don't have time. I forgot to log you know, it. If I'm going, I go out to lunch and I can't, you know, I don't have time when I get back into work to log it and everything like that. And you're like, okay, so I've already got a plan. And I know that, you know, every Wednesday, the, the group at work goes out to eat. And we choose between, you know, Chinese buffet, you know, Mexican or whatever it may be. So on that day, you could put just a random placeholder of typically I'm going to eat 650 calories just put that 650 in along with everything else and about that general range go to their website a lot of a lot of restaurants now just have the the caloric breakdown of their different meals on there um if you know you're going to go to the restaurant you can look ahead of time and pick say okay we're going to chinese i can do this and this throw that in if it changes which it does um all you have to do is make a couple little changes and it's much easier to remember the little changes, if, even if you do it later at that night when you get home, than trying to remember everything that you ate throughout the day. 
and you know to the you know the point if you end up working out harder and you are somehow tracking your caloric burn and you're going this you know especially on a build phase you're doing i'm gonna need more yep i've how do i need it okay i'm at 3400 burn and it's five o'clock dang okay i need to throw some more more, yeah so what do i add in about where am i going to be and again, you've got those data points, so you know where you're hitting. So again, the food logging then, again, becomes the plan. And it's a training tool. Definitely. Because so as you change it, you see the change. So it's like this knowledge reinforcement every time you fix your log. Right. So like you you ate this instead of that, so you swap this out for that in there, and you see the numbers shift. Right. And and over, even if you're not trying to, over a long period of time of a year or two years, it starts to make these, your brain starts to connect this stuff. Right. So that you can say, you can kind of tell in your head, if I eat that instead of this, that's going to add, add about this many calories. It's going right. to shift me toward carbs a little bit. Right. I can deal with that. Okay, let's do it. You know, yeah, or, it's you know, a couple of percentage points here and there. Yeah. You're like, okay, we're within... We're within the, the, the range that I'm, you know, I'm willing to accept. And the fun part is remembering, too, that you, it's, it's only additive. You can't uneat something. Right. So exactly. essentially, you know, if you, when it comes to balance, if you want to keep a, a particular balance, like a 20-60-20 uh, fat, carbs, and protein, protein balance, right. uh, then to do that, you're always going to have to add more in order to shift the balance. Correct. Because, yeah, because you, if you want the percentage to go up, you can't get less fat out of your body. You can't That's say, right. all right, I've already ate this many grams of fat. I can't now get rid of that. So I've got to so adjust. So you have to, like, keep track not only of how you're approaching it, but leave a little room to shift. Right. So, like, you learn auto, just automatically, you learn things to deal with things like, well, if I ate this for lunch, uh, you know, if I eat this thing, maybe, maybe you sit down and you're like, I, I want the little Ben and Jerry's thing. Right, right. You look and say, well, that's going to shift my fat way high, so I'm going to have to shift back toward carbs or, or protein. Right. I'm going to need some calories to do that because I'm going to have to eat, either ditch something else and replace it. For sure. Not just that, but you're going to have to ditch something that is protein heavy Correct. or or fat heavy for something that, you know what I'm saying, that exactly. is carb or To, to get the numbers to balance. Heavy. Right. Or, or if you're going to eat additively in order to do it, like you're not going to, then you you might actually say, well, I'm going to eat a little less of something else at lunch, so I leave myself room in order to put it back on. I'll eat a banana. They are relatively high calorie. They are right. relatively high carb. Right. It's going to pop me right back up to where I want to be. I'm good, right. you know? The, and the other option, which is the option I took, was uh, I'm going to ride 25 miles and do a, long, <laughs> a longer workout than what I'd, you know, than what would, uh, what I might have normally been doing. Because knowing, okay, if I put in, you know, an extra 10 miles, um, I'm going to burn X number of calories during that 10 miles, which will make up for, okay, so that's fine. So now my differentiation between caloric burn and calories, my calories are higher so I can eat more. Yep. So again, there's (laughs) other, there are the options to do it. And because I knew where it was going and what I was, what I was heading towards, I could very easily put those in or add that in or take something out you know and the other thing to look at too is i eat the food i like i know yes. i know you do as well oh, hell yeah and with a number of clients i've done it in the past is is get through whatever application you want to use to log find one that's easy for you whether it be you know for typing things in whether it be barcode scanning ones a number whatever ones out there that you like um and then make up three or four different meals that hit in the right range of foods that you like and then go, okay, well, you know, I like this for breakfast. I like these three things for breakfast. Okay, put those three things down on three different days. I like this kind of for a snack, this for lunch, 
this for snack, this for dinner, or depending on how many, you know, how many times you're eating, but we'll use those five as, a, as an example. Then what you can do is you say, okay, I've got a base plan. Well, okay, so maybe for lunch you were going to do, you had tilapia down for today and you ended up doing shrimp and rice. Okay, well, let's pull that out. Well, the tilapia I had veg- vegetables with, so I, I put in the shrimp and rice. Still good with the protein, a little bit lower fat, but with the rice, now I'm getting a little bit higher carb. Where does that put me the rest of the day? And very easy to, t- very easy to tweak and very easy to switch because you already have that whole thing planned out and you can look at them together. And by doing that as well, for a lot of people, it makes it simpler to say, okay, I'm going to eat you know, plan A or I'm going to eat plan B or C or D or however many of them you have put together. And again, when the changes happen, it's not a change to the whole day, going back to all or nothing. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So someone's birthday and they brought in, and sorry, I just got red velvet cake on the mind. I, I was going to say, no you idea. totally do. I'd have no idea why. Some. Yeah, I might just need to go buy some right now and have it after we finish. But um, but you, you end up having that birthday and you eat one and then you're like, okay, so if that changes, it throws the, the carbs and the sugars up a little bit higher, you know, depending on the frosting, some of the fats, really no protein. Okay, I can make that adjustment here at dinner. And it's very easy to do. It's not a beat down. It's like, fine. I enjoyed it. It's not an all or nothing. My day is still within the range that I'm, I'm looking for. And it's a much easier way to do it. And especially by doing it the night before, you can take the time, you can plan, you can cook if you want, if you're pre-cooking everything. Well, it's yeah. already done. You are, you're, you're probably going to hit it 90, 95% of the time right on. And that extra 5%, you can tweak with quite a bit easier. Yeah. And, and over the years, you know, you, you kind of come up with some really good ways of solving problems because you know what, you know yourself pretty well and you right. know what you want. Exactly. And uh, like, for example, I, I wanted to make my dinner smaller recently. Sure. It got a little big. It kind of grew Start away filling from a little me a little yep. bit. And I'm like, man, this is really too many calories in one sitting. I could probably use that earlier. Right. So I'm going to, but I had, to, of course, the problem is I'm used to eating this really big dinner. Correct. So I'm going to feel hungry. Remember, never trust hunger. Do not trust in that hunger and, again, and, right? But I'm like, I don't want to. So how could I deal with that? I'm like, oh, this is easy, man. I just, I, I threw a, a salad in. Right. Is, uh, you know, 50 to 70 calories, essentially. Right. You can just you can expand that thing quite a bit depending on when you cut down on the other stuff, you just expand that salad. And for me, I one wanted to feel full and I wanted to put stuff in my mouth, you know? Right. And that salad lets me do it. And And, and and you're chewing a lot with salad, with the greens. There's a lot of mastication. I feel, I feel satisfied. Right. uh, And yet I'm actually eating a smaller dinner. You know, there are just so many things like that, that if you can be honest with yourself and, and tear into it and see what you really want. Right. And, and narrow that down. You can give it to yourself without actually hurting your plan. Right. You know, and the other nice thing is if you have a plan together and you eat, um, eat a meal, you go, wait a minute, I'm really hungry when I eat this plan. What can I do? Yeah. To your point, add in yeah, a salad, yeah. add in something that's going to fill you up a little bit more. This actually, a great example of this happened, I think it was a couple of times back when I actually it was when I came off my first big build phase. Okay. Because on the build phase, I had gotten pretty settled into eating 4,000 or more calories a day, and you get used to it, right? Yes, you do. Your stomach gets used to that expansion. And that was a long expansion. one, too. It was like six months. So I'd right. been doing that for half a year, you know? And then all of a sudden, I got to go back, and at the same time, I I wasn't doing as much cardio back then. So essentially, it was dropping back to like, you know, 
low 2000. Right, 23, 25, somewhere. Less, there. yeah. 22, 21, 21 22, 22 sometimes, and that was rough. That's a big drop. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and the first thing I noticed was that, wow, I was just starving during the day. And uh, I realized that I hadn't backed my breakfast off. And I oh, had sure. this like 800 calorie breakfast. I'm like, eh, I can't do that. You know, you look at it and you're like, there's the problem. You know, right. the difference between a 600 and 800 calorie breakfast isn't that incredibly different in terms of satisfaction. Correct. Yet not having that 200 calories to apply later in the day made all the other meals smaller, especially the snack meals. And right. I felt hungry through them. Yeah, because you're not so getting, it's like you have it. that snack and you're like, that was nothing. So I shifted some out of dinner and I shifted some out of breakfast and I moved it into some of the others, right. balanced them out. And now I'm, then I was back to feeling like I was eating constantly all day, which is which, happy zone. For which me. is happy for you. <laughs> exactly. Your happy place. Constantly so. eating. I'm happy. Right. So I guess what I would, I would say is before, cause this is something I know we could talk about all night. And, and I think we, we might even want to drag this into the, next week because I think there are a few more things to talk about in terms of, of logging itself right. and what you can do with it. And yeah, I, I definitely think we should do that. I think one other thing I would just, you know, recommend or ask is just give it a try. Go in, put, you know, get an app, try a few out, see which ones you like, put a few meals in and uh, give it a shot. Just experiment with it and see where you're at. Play with it. Even if you're not putting the food you're eating in, put the food you want to eat. in, Yeah. And see how that works. Use it as a what if tools. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Well, we'll talk some more about this yeah, next week. You I got do. anything else to add? No, I just hopefully everyone has a great week. Absolutely. Uh, we'll see you next week. From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum, and don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast, but to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.